0: in the country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get told.
1: Saskatchewan country artist Alex Runyons is joining me on the show today, and he's here to talk about his brand new single, South of the City, plus his involvement at the CCMAs in September and much more. Welcome to the show, Alex.
2: Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me.
1: It's great to have you here. Uh, great to have a chance to catch up. And uh, the other song we're going to play on the show, too, is a cool one that you wrote with the great Joni Delorier, who who writes so many great songs and co-writes, and the song is called Passenger Seat.
2: Yeah, and uh, you know I I really love writing with Joni, and she and I are uh, going to get together again soon and write some more material that um, that hopefully I'll be heading back to the studio and recording soon.
1: Isn't that great? And let's chat first about the magic of co-writing. When you get together with someone like Joni, and you're in that room, and maybe and you can explain this. do Do you have ideas that you've prepared, melodic parts, hooks, lyrics that you're bringing into a session?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think I think what I've found over over the time of doing co-writes is the best thing to do is is come into the session with with a few ideas, and you know, like cause sometimes what I find is, is maybe an idea doesn't work or a melody that you know the other writer isn't really digging it or you're not digging their melody. So it's nice to have sort of a, a bit of um, you know just just something to pull from uh, from from both ends, and that way you can you can kind of come up with something that you're both really into. I find that works the best.
1: How many times would you say a title has hit you, and that has been the springboard? You've got just something about a cool couple of words, a phrase, but but it's a title, and that's what uh, inspires the song.
2: That actually to happen more and more these days. A little bit of sunshine. It was exactly that way. I came up with that title. I was just uh, driving in in my vehicle, and I had the dog in the back, and there was this beautiful. It was a summer day, and. And you know, I just said I got you and a little bit of sunshine that just kind of popped into my head. And and of course, the song's not about my dog, but I mean, it could be a country <laughs> song, but still. <laughs> but uh, but of course, then we, you know, it's it's all, you know, you, you get these ideas and then you pull from from uh, different experiences for for your inspiration for the song after that. So um, so of course, it, it's about a relationship in the end. But um, uh, but yeah, it, you know, I find that more and more it does happen where where an idea just pops in your head and in fact that just happened to me uh before this interview I was just I I'm not even sure what I was what I was doing and and I'm not going to give it away of course but you know it, it's funny cuz it just comes out of nowhere and and you know the b- beauty of it these days is we have our iPhone, so we can just put it in the iPhone really quickly or or your mm-hmm. you know Android phone and uh, just take a little note of it so um you know you never really lose those 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 ideas which potentially could be
1: great yeah, that would be an awful feeling. I'm sure it still happens now and then if someone doesn't have a device nearby. Uh, but to have something, whether it's a melody or lyrics, and you, you completely forget it, you know, when you go to uh, to write it down eventually. Uh, yeah.
2: I, it's, yeah, it's yeah, maybe <laughs> one of the most frustrating things because you know it's 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 right there and it's on the you know it's, you know right on the front of your brain and the tip of your tongue and and for some reason mm-hmm. it just you, you can't get it again. So uh, I, I was actually writing. Uh, the other day, uh, another song with David Leesk and we have two iPhones in the room and a recording device in the room, and we were going through this melody part, and then we were like, okay, wait a second, how'd that go again? And we weren't <laughs> recording those the whole time, so we just kind of, we lost, and I think we probably got it back or close to, but, you know, it's funny how, it's definitely funny how that'll happen.
1: David Liesk is great. I've, I've interviewed him uh, once or twice before. I met him in person, I think, a couple of times. And uh, what a powerful voice on him. He's just got such an amazing voice.
2: You know, he he really does. And, and I find that he and I just click. Um, like, we wrote South of the City together and, uh, you know, and, and this one the other day. And it just, it's such a good feeling. And we, we have such a good relationship now that, uh, you know, it's so comfortable. And, yeah, he is just... He, he writes in a different way, and he thinks. Uh, I just, I just find he thinks in a different way than than a lot of writers, and that's what makes him so unique.
1: And you mentioned there being comfort, comfortable with someone. I mean, when you have a co-writer, obviously the first time you, you you break it in, I guess, and get hopefully get to get to be comfortable. But once you are, that's the best, right? Because if you are writing with someone, and for whatever reason you're not comfortable, the tendency is to. Uh, have ideas enter your head but you censor them because you don't think they're good enough so you tend not to uh, put yeah. it all out on the table
2: yeah that's 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 right and it's it's kind of it's such an odd thing it's, you know i was uh i was writing with doug fulkins the other day he's a he's a writer from calgary and and mm-hmm. uh he, that's it, it was our first time meeting and we did it through well not our first time meeting we met up in halifax at the ctmas but it was our first time writing together and we did it through skype and he Even kind of mentioned you know this is you know it's almost like a date here that we're on, you know we're trying to feel it out, and, yeah, you sort of have these walls up and reservations of everything, but uh but he and I ended up with a great song and and really we we wrote it fairly quickly, so you know, and we'll be writing together again soon, you know it it's great having those relationships with with people and and building them that way, but you're you're very right that at the start it's you know you you definitely hold back,
1: we'll talk more about songwriting and we'll get to a south of of the city your new single in just a few moments, but let's uh, chat about the CCMAs, which took place in Halifax this year, back uh, earlier in the year, in September. And uh, tell me about some of the showcases you were part of, Alex.
2: Sure, so I had four showcases this year. Uh, I played at Diamonds in the Rough, um, Artists on Deck, which was, a, it's a new one this year, and it was it was really great. Both of those show- showcases are great. Um, I also did the uh, CCMA webcast, which it was broadcast live, online and and uh it was video to, or like it was videotaped so uh, people will be able to watch it very soon uh again um live or well not live but i guess on youtube and wherever they like sure. to post it yeah. so um yeah it was great everything was well attended you know met so many people at the showcases and yeah you know, i do have to say for me it was probably the best uh BCMA's that that I've had uh, as far as networking and and showcases and
1: and you
2: know really really just seeing everybody again it was it's always so fantastic as you know,
1: mm-hmm. yeah we, we we're talking before we came on the air it's so great to, um, not only to of course see people that you already know catch up with friends but when you meet people for the first time and and it's so cool these days with social media I was saying that uh, some of the people I met. Met in person for the first time because we've communicated online. Uh, maybe I've even had them on the show. It kind of was an easy, uh, easy meet because just yeah. felt like I already knew them. Th- that's it. You just feel like you you know them. You see enough pictures. You read enough posts.
2: Maybe you, yeah. yeah, you like for you, you've interviewed them. You know, for me, maybe I've commented on on you know a a post or something. And yeah, it's it, it's an odd thing, but it's very. I, I don't know. It, it brings everybody together in, in some ways, so it's
1: it's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a great time out in Halifax and so many events throughout the week, and of course the gala awards and the CCMAs on the Sunday night, which which were terrific. Uh, Do you have any favorite? Uh, and it's so hard because I can't pick a favorite from the award show. Although you know, Paul Brandt's song with Jess Moskaluk stood out, Gore Bamford, uh, Dallas Smith, yep. of course. Uh, Oh my goodness! There's so many. Do you have any uh, a couple of favorites that on the broadcast?
2: Well, I thought yeah, like I thought it was it was all around done really well. Uh, Yeah, of course, Dallas Smith was cool. I thought the the whole Brett Kissel uh, thing was pretty cool, where he gave the guitar away and the girl took his hat, and then he pulled it the next day. You know, like all those little things that happen. You know, Gord was great, of course, as usual. Um, uh, Yeah, I just just every. Yeah, everything about the show. I I thought they did a bang up job.
1: Let's uh, turn to South of the City, your new single, Alex. And uh, you mentioned earlier you wrote it with the great David Leisk. Who, uh, oh man, he's just and he's got a great accent too. <laughs> he does, yeah. Yeah, he's
2: great. Yeah, I love I love just chatting with him. It's just great hearing him talk.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. Uh, but let's talk about this song specifically, South of the City, and you know how you guys went about writing it and the idea behind it.
2: Well, yeah, so. So how this all came about? He was in town um, in Regina, and we were on a songwriters' cafe together. And uh, Joni was on that one, Charlie Major, Bobby Wills. It was just a, you know, it was a really cool, cool group. And, and so David was in town, and, and I always wanted to write with him. So he stayed around for an extra day, and we got together at his hotel. And I had the idea for South of the City. I had the hook line, and a bit of a melody. And so I took that to him, and, and I played it, and he really liked it. So he said, yeah, I think we can work with that. And he said, well, what's south of the city? And I said, I, I don't know. I just like the way it sounds, the way it rolls off my tongue. And, and he said, well, you um, goes just think about it. So, so I was like, well, you know, sometimes I'll just hop in my truck, and I'll drive down back roads and, you know, maybe sometimes just head on home back to uh, my parents' place, which is a couple hours southeast of uh, Regina and he said that's the song right there that's what it's about so uh, it was just funny how it came about like yeah isn't that isn't that a neat thing it just sort of kind of brought it out of me that way and uh, and and so of course we tied sort of a relationship idea to it and and that's what the song is about is is just getting away you know from from the city and and the the city lights and, and the busyness of it and just going to something that's a little more simpler where where maybe you know you you were discovering yourself, I guess, and where you really loved life. And, you know, it, it's kind of about two people who maybe have got lost in the shuffle of, of, you know, their daily grind.
1: That sounds uh, wonderful. The song is great, which we'll hear in a moment, but I love how that, uh, that writing session went and you loved the title. And then David had a way of, you know, obviously communicating with you to bring out what was behind that. It was very uh, organic
2: that way. Absolutely. And that's, you know this this new song that we uh, that we just worked on the same thing it was just um you know i brought the idea and the melody to him and and he thought it could work for sure and it did again you know we just we sat down and and sort of talked about what we think it's about based on sort of the mood and the tone and and a bit of the lyric that i had and uh, yeah, it just you know, it, it's funny how it comes together like that. But and that's what I mean. Writing with David is it's a true pleasure.
1: This is Saskatchewan country artist Alex Runyon's His brand new single called "South of the City" here on In the Country.
0: A city where the wheat fields and the breeze can dance you dizzy where the river finds its way and i miss it where we were young and free we loved each other fearlessly let's leave this crazy behind until the end is back in time North side of city lights a different kind of skyline I bet the moonlight and open up the world between us South of the city and South of the city I'm About an hour away from everything that's Killing you and me, the choking sounds and smells that just won't let us breathe. Yeah. I'll get behind the wheel, you and wind your window down, these hearts and nowhere. South of the city South of the city
1: And that is my guest, Alex Runyon. The song is called South of the City. It's brand new. You'll find that at iTunes, and you can find him at Alexrunyons.com. And uh, I want to let people know, too, about David Leesk. If they go to davidleask.com, they can check out a CD of his called Underneath the Man. And there's some great songs on in there, including one called Stronger Back. And I encourage people to check out that song specifically. There is such a great message in that song. And, I mean, as you said, a great songwriter and a great vocalist.
2: Yeah, he really is, and and that album, I love it too. There, I think there's two songs off that. There's one uh, called "Breathe" and another one. I think it's called "Highway Home," and those are just they're just beautiful songs with great messages.
1: Amazing. Let's talk about uh, some of your influences, Alex, the artists that uh, inspired you as you were growing up and pursuing music, and uh, maybe you thought you might want to w- walk in their path and learn from them.
2: I would have to say, well, I grew up on on the '90s country, and Vince Gill was a huge influence to me. Mm. Um, I, I listened to a lot of Doug Stone growing up, which, which for oh, some yeah. reason I look back now. And you know, I, I mean, I really liked the music, and I did back then. But I, he was just—I don't think he was—he was a huge star. Maybe he was, but uh, you know, Colin Ray, uh, the group Blackhawk, I always loved them. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I think you know, biggest—if I had to pick one, it'd probably be uh, it'd be Vince Gill,
1: and um,
2: you know, and then. And then the older I got, too, I, I really started liking uh, more and more um, Canadian country. Jason McCoy, I was a big fan of his, and Dwayne Steele, and and of course mm-hmm. Brad Johnner, who who let me open up for him uh, early on in my career.
1: That's amazing. I love the Johnner brothers and Brad, of course, solo. But I remember okay. when the brothers first came out with their okay. music, and uh, they had a great sound.
2: Yeah, they did. I, they they played a uh, cabaret out in uh, Kipling where I grew up and, and I was, I was pretty young to remember. I didn't really know, you know, I didn't really know what was going on, I guess, but, um, but uh, yeah, they, were, those guys, amazing, amazing singers and players. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's, I, I actually just popped in uh, Brad's first solo album into the uh, CD player the other day and nice. he signed it. it. Yeah. It was from November of 2003. So it was a little while ago.
1: Is that the? Uh, there's a great song in there. There's a couple of them, but uh, something to the effect of "You can't beat the original."
2: Yeah, I think that that one's on there. That's the one with free, and um, different, and can't break the farmer's back. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. He had a, you know, quite a few awesome ones on there.
1: Oh yeah, great album. And, and speaking of Doug Stone, as you mentioned a few moments ago, I mean, I was a huge fan of his. Bought his albums. Uh, sort of yep. had a George Jones kind of voice, definitely a country voice, maybe not as deep as George's, but the first song I remember that came out, uh, I'd Be Better Off in a Pine Box. Yeah, great song, great song. Which is such a, you know, people might hear the title who aren't into country music and think, oh my goodness, but I mean, that song is so, and speaking of a George Jones theme, that is just such a powerful song. Uh, man, people have to go back and listen to that one. That is a, that's a moving song.
2: Absolutely, but when you think of it, yeah, you know, like some of these lyrics that, or some of these titles from country songs I'd be better off in a pine box you're right like you know somebody who wasn't a fan of country would look at that and be like what the heck does that even mean and uh, but yeah it is such a powerful song for sure and he re- like you know he he recorded so many great love songs too busy being in love you know i remember how much that one moved me and um, in a different light that was such a great song
1: yeah absolutely those are good choices another one never knew love I mean, yeah, endless. Uh, Doug Stone is a great one to go back and rediscover. As you said, he was in the 90s and so not played anymore, but uh, I mean, go back and check out his catalog. Let's talk about uh, Nashville. Has Nashville, Alex, been a part of your career thus far?
2: Uh, Yes, I went out there one year ago almost. Well, it's about a year and a month now, and um, if you can't tell, I'm kind of counting down, obviously, how long it's been, so I want to go back already. (laughs) And uh, it's You know, Nashville, you know, everybody says you got to go to Nashville, you got to go to Nashville. And if you're if you're a songwriter or a country artist or a music fan, you do have to go there. It's just unbelievable. Um, You know, just the the vibrance, you know, just the the feel. There's there's people playing downstairs and upstairs in every pub and bar. Um, You know, it's cool. uh, That's all. I don't know how to describe it, but. Uh, I had such a great time there. I did a lot of uh, co-writing out there, um, and uh, yeah, it, it's you know I, I can't wait to go back. I actually just did a co-write. Sorry, I keep going back to all these co-writes. I'm just getting back into the <laughs> swing of, of writing since the album's done now. But I just went. or right. uh, I just did a another co-write with um, with Steve Mitchell, who was my first uh, Nashville co-write last year, and uh, and we great. got a great song uh, last year. Yeah, yeah that uh, that I'll probably be recording
1: soon. It seems to me when I when I hear artists talk about Nashville that not only the practical uh side of things of course writing songs and maybe checking out some of the uh, venues and that but there seems to be something about it that's inspiring just the fact that it's music city as it's called and the, all the history there just being there seems to inspire artists.
2: Absolutely. And and I remember leaving there and just not wanting to go, you know, I just I didn't want to go back home yet and I was probably out there for about a week. Um, yeah, it's just uh, – yeah, it's really hard to describe, but that's the thing. It's so inspiring. You're writing with some of the best writers, and, and sometimes it's just in these cool – like I, I wrote with uh, Fred Collar, who um, was who one of the writers for uh, Jeff Healy Angelized. And and uh, mm-hmm. we – he's he, yeah, he, he owns a bookstore, so we just went up to his little office. Books everywhere – You know, just like really antique-y type of things. It was just cool, and he was just such a nice guy. And and we, you know, we sat down and and really clicked and wrote such a great tune. So, uh, yeah, it's, you know, know, even talking about it now, I just want to buy my ticket and get out there already.
1: (laughs) Definitely. And the way you described that atmosphere there at Fred's Place, I hadn't thought of this specifically before, but... I'm sure, and I do some, a bit of co-writing as well, when you're in a situation, the atmosphere is what I'm getting at. You know, that kind of with the books or paintings or whatever it is, the place you're actually writing in, I think, can influence you too and can get you in the creative mood. Absolutely.
2: I, I think so too. And that's that's also another reason. Like, I find, you know, Skype writing, it does work, uh, or writing over Skype, I guess but um but yeah when you're in a room together and the room is working you know it's you know it, it can be anything You can be the smell the looks the aesthetics of it. Mm-hmm. it it really it yeah it just kind of it um caters to this the, the process it it's it's an interesting thing
1: now Alex would you say that uh, writer's block we've all heard that term when ideas aren't coming and you just basically can't write as the name implies is that a real thing have you experienced that and how does somebody Get past writer's block. Yeah,
2: I've I've had writer's block in the past for sure. I think, I, I for some reason I'm thinking it was about four years where I probably didn't write a song, and uh, which which seems crazy. Maybe that's too long. Maybe it was only about two. It was it was a pretty extended. Probably period felt like of time four, right? That, yeah, maybe that did. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I, I I would sit down and I would try writing, and I just was not creative for some reason. I couldn't get. I couldn't you know find lyrics and I wasn't doing anything new on the guitar and it was just it was this odd thing and what I realized was that um that I was actually just gaining new experiences and and I think that's what I needed to inspire me again so I, I was taking this time without realizing it to get new experiences and meet new mm-hmm. people and and you know relationships and and uh old and new and and then all of a sudden I was inspired again and I started writing again and I never I you know I didn't realize that whole time that I had writer's block but I was like oh okay I'm writing again and I haven't wrote for such a long time so yeah it's a real thing and for me like I think what had happened was I just tapped the well dry and you know I, I wrote all that I could and I poured my heart out into the you know into the first album the best I could it's and and then I just needed to take a little time, a little breathing space to uh, to be creative again, I guess.
1: That's great. Great to hear. Not that you had it, but how you overcame it. And for anybody listening, a bit of advice there is kind of go away, do other stuff, uh, find new experiences and let it come back to you, I guess. Although it probably could be hard to be patient that way, but try to find a way, I guess, a diversion almost.
2: Yeah. And, and that's it. Like, you know, like some. Sometimes it's okay. Like you can, you can, uh, you know, you can just sit down. And you can write a song, and you know. But I find if, if if I'm not being very creative, it's very tough for me to muscle through, and and you know, kind of muscle around looking for those lyrics or that melody. Um, I'm sure. You know, I, I really like when it comes naturally. And and of course, you can't just have every song just you know come out so easily. Like as you know, it's just you know. But but I just I, I find that it's nice when when you can be creative and and you're in that mood uh, rather Mm -hmm. than forcing it out. Sometimes you just do have to force it out. Thank
1: you. Let's turn to another great song of yours. This one you uh, co-wrote with Joni Delaurier, who so many of our listeners uh, will know through her songwriting. And she she has an album out as well. That is amazing. Uh, So she's an artist herself too. But tell me about working with Joni in general, and then specifically on passenger seat.
2: So Joni is, she's just a fantastic person as as everybody knows right like she is just a gem of a human being and um she she and i sat down and and we have a great working relationship now and we've scheduled you know like a, another session um and you know i I'm, I'm just trying to think of what song i'm planning on pitching to her cuz uh, of course like as a songwriter you always have little bits of ideas and everything so um you know, I'm just kind of deciding what I'd like to pitch to her, unless she's got something for me. Either way, <laughs> she and I have this have this uh, great working relationship and and have become really good friends. And and uh, passenger seat, the I I kind of had this the basically the first line down with with the melody, and um and maybe just a little bit more of that you know the the verse, and um, I didn't really know where I was going with the song at all. And kind of similar to David, she just, you know, she said, well, with the feel of, of like how you're playing these chords and stuff, it almost sounds like a breakup song. And I was like, no, I don't I don't think I want a breakup song, you know.
1: And uh, but that's what <laughs> we
2: ended up writing. So it's like, you know, because I thought, well, you know, if I ever want to play it on radio, it's not going to work. And it ended up being my highest starting single to date. So, uh, wow. but it's um yeah, it's funny how funny how that works, right? But I think it was just because mm-hmm. we actually sat down and I think we, you know, I think we wrote a great song together um, and, you know, I, I just can't deny how Joni took, you know, that song and just took it to the next level and and that really is just, you know, she's such a great songwriter so so this song, yeah, really all it's about is, is a breakup. You go through all those, you know, those good times and those bad times and those ups and downs and um, you know, I, I say people need a song, you know, when they're just driving down the highway, to, you know, on a sunny day. You know, they, they need just a happy song, even when they're happy, and they need a love song when they're in love. And this is a breakup song for, you know, maybe when they're in mourning of loss of a relationship or something. So uh, mm-hmm. everybody needs a song for a certain situation.
1: Definitely. And let's hear that song now from my guest, Alex Runyons. He co-wrote this with Joni Delaurier. It's called Passenger Seat. On In The Country.
0: can throw it away from every hot august night we steam on the windshield taste your kiss
1: And that's Saskatchewan country artist Alex Runyon's, the song is called Passenger Seat, uh, co-written with Joni Delorie, and she is one of the people that I was uh, looking forward to meeting at the CCMAs, and I did meet Joni along with her husband Troy, Troy Kokel, a great songwriting team, and great uh, husband and wife, great people in general, and it was great to meet them in person.
2: CCMAs, right, it's one big happy family, everybody gets to see each other again, or meet each other for the first time,
1: and mm-hmm. you're right,
2: Troy is such a great guy, He's he's super funny too, like, he's, you know, they're both just great together. They're, they're a power couple, really, that
1: they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a uh, country music power couple in Canada. Absolutely, they're they're just terrific. Uh, great singers themselves, and, and as well as amazing yep. songwriters. Uh, as far as musical heroes of yours, Alex, have you had a chance to meet one of them? And if you haven't yet, who would you like uh, to meet in the future as far as your musical heroes go?
2: Uh, well, I would have to say probably... Um Uh, Well, I, you know, I never met George Jones. I never met, uh, um, Johnny Cash, but, uh, those would be two guys that would be on the top of that list. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I love, love, love Sammy Kershaw. And I got to meet him, um, a few years ago. And, uh, and so so that was pretty cool. Yeah. I've always just, you know, that's another guy. Maybe I forgot on that list of, of influences. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, I, I I got to meet him. It was brief, of course, but uh, but it was still cool just to, you know, be there in front of him. I was a little bit starstruck. Uh, but, yeah, I, I would say, you know, probably a guy like George Jones for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Johnny Cash, of course. I, I'd love to meet, you know, I would have loved to have met them. But, uh, um, yeah, that's, you know, uh, George Strait. He'd be another one. You know, he, he's a guy, actually, that I saw – it, Craven Country Jamboree a few years ago, um, just just performing, but I remember like I was so starstruck for some reason just even just watching him perform and and mm-hmm. I I didn't expect it <laughs> it, was, it was weird so but yeah it was great and I mean all those songs you just can't deny how yeah. oh. great
1: you know his songs it's are. It- it's yeah, it's amazing the songs he's had and the longevity from when he started. I don't think he's barely taken a break and, and not been off the charts. I mean, yeah. as we all know, like we talked with Doug Stone earlier, he had a great run and then wasn't there anymore. Same with Clint Black. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. Yep. But uh, George Strait, just yeah. from the moment he started way back, I guess late 70s somewhere around there to present, you know, singles, albums and he just doesn't seem to go to style.
2: Yeah, he just it, he transcends every single cycle of country music doesn't he like and he, yeah, he doesn't really change either it, it's you know it's funny he just kind of stays as george Strait, and he yeah. just makes it work and uh, he's just so respected it's it's a yeah. great thing to see it really is so uh, but yeah it, it's funny because there's a lot of those guys who it's unfortunate they just kind of fell by the wayside when
1: they never really should have and it, it's it's too bad no. no that's why it's always great to go back and uh, check out people like Doug Stone or Colin Ray, as you mentioned earlier, Clint Black, Steve yeah. Warner. I mean, they're, oh, you know, amazing music. Yeah. Alex, I want to thank you so much. Man, it is so great to catch up with you and to hear about the CCMAs and your showcases, to hear about the new song, South of the City, and all the great uh, stories about songwriting. I really appreciate you being on the show. Well, it's my pleasure, Dave. My guest has been Saskatchewan country artist Alex Runyons. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.